When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to do the show. I mean, shoe the dough with Aaron and Danae. Streaming live on Mixler every Tuesday at noon central or available to download later in your podcast feed. Unless, of course, you're a patron. Patrons get perks. It's time for the show to begin, so let's listen in. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, here's Aaron and Danae. Thank you. Thank you for that that wonderful introduction. Yes. It's time. You can introduce the show. We have the script available at our website, AaronAndDanae.com. I would love to have you do it. Just use your phone. It doesn't have to sound fancy. You don't have to add any of the effects on it. You no, just no, no, send no, no, it no. to us. No, Brandon just did that because he felt like it, and it's amazing. It is amazing. We love it. Uh, I got to tell you, now we got to ch- get all new intros. Why? Because he says <gasps> noon central. Oh, yeah. And we've changed the time. This, this is, is our the first, first time we've done it at 2. We're going at 2 p.m. now, and it's the first time we've done that. And so, yeah, I'm just realizing all those wonderful intros I we have. Change we'll the have website. to We'll have to edit them. We've got website work to do. Okay, I have a we've question. We've created I've got a so much work for ourselves. Should we, should we just superimpose a new time so we just interject and be like, 2 p.m.? Robotic voice. Yeah, just robotic voice. 2 p.m. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so welcome to, for those who are listening live, we do uh, record this podcast in front of a live internet audience every Tuesday now at 2 o'clock central. Uh, You can join us for that recording, and uh, we appreciate those who have joined us. A little bit of a new audience, maybe, you know, this time of day, some different people can kind of join in, have some fun uh, with Shoe the Dough, and we're excited to do that. Now, the reason for that is exciting in our own lives because... We actually have a little bit more work to do on our radio show because we signed another network affiliate uh, to get them a show for their evening. So that kind of pushes our schedule back for the day a little bit. It's a good reason to push back. Are you doing okay? Like we're two days into this new schedule. I think I'm okay. I think I just need to get like the hang of it, right? Like it's Uh just like when you start anything new and you start like a new job or something and you learn the new expectations Uh and you just got to get used to it. Like a new haircut. No, you know, no. You look in the mirror and you're like, I mean, I'm not, yeah. I'm not sure yet. I just have to get used to this. You have you a know? new haircut. I have. I absolutely have a new haircut. I have a haircut that I'm starting to show off more. Really? Yeah. You mean like the shaved part, like the side yeah. of your head or I whatever? I have half of my head shaved on that purpose. Is, that is an exaggeration. Like when you say half of my head shaved, you know I'm thinking like right down the middle. Nobody thinks like the that. Left, yeah. If you say half of my head has been shaved. What do I say then? The side. The left side of my head has been shaved or something like that. Not half of my head. Half of my head would, I mean, that'd be amazing. That'd be really funny. All right. I will <laughs> adjust my verbiage. I just, you know, if you want people to have a clear idea, that's all I'm saying. Because, you know, you may want to be very clear on that. Because I would never, ever shave half my head. <laughs> but I what do have did, the side of my head shaved. What if you did the front half? <laughs> what if you just did like, you know... Did it front to back and did it that way. Were you ready to shoe a dough? <laughs> front to back. Yes, I'm ready. I'm ready to shoe a dough. All right. We're going to have a lot of fun. It is episode 112 of Shoe the Dough. 
Uh, we'll, of course, start with some peruse the news. Then we're going to do a new segment today called Question or Quandary. Ooh, a new segment. Question or Quandary. So uh, we'll let you know what that is when we get around to it. But first, from all corners of the earth, they have looked around to see what people might be talking about. These are things that we would call news. So Aaron and Danae will now peruse the news. I didn't have to, like, cough or... Sneeze or anything uh-huh. during that. No, you made it all the way through. All right, well, let's uh, peruse the news. I will kick us off. One of the big things, Apple's keynote was yesterday, where they talked a little bit about uh, you know their new smaller phone because they're going they're going. Someone described it as like the Benjamin Button of technology right now. What you know they're like reverse aging. So they're like they're saying that this new iPhone you know that they're putting out is a four inch screen because people love small phones. Uh, for so we're reversing. Yeah, that's what that's basic. That was basically the the main gist that I got. This happened from what they were talking. This about. happened with pagers. This will age me ever <laughs> so slightly. But when I was in high school, it was when pagers blew up. Uh-huh. So I had one, and they were huge. But then the next generation of pagers, well, they, they were teeny tiny. They yeah, like they they slimmed them back down. You know why? This is because of Zoolander. <laughs> is that what it was? Yeah, this is what's happening. Zoolanders changed our world again. I, I think there are people that like smaller phones. I don't deny that there are people that like smaller phones. I'm not one of them, but I think that is something that, you know, you can you can see where there might be a market with it. And so they're really excited because this is the, you know, the highest powered small phone, you know, that they've done, that kind of thing. So Are you going to get one? Really, Danae? Mm-hmm, really? Yeah. Do you know who you're asking that question to? How many Apple products have I ever owned? You are like an Apple snob. I no, an Apple snob is is somebody who uses Apple products and doesn't like anything else. That's you. No, you are Apple am, all the way. I am, you guys, am, you know, he puts on a facade, <laughs> but he has Apple everything. This you is so me. not you so me. not true. Yeah, I asked you just to get a rise out of you because you detest Apple so much. <laughs> it's not that I detest them. They are a technology company not built for people like me. I am somebody who wants to mess around with my technology. I want to do stuff with it. I want to make it my own. I want to customize it. I want it to be, you know, I want to be able to adjust the settings in the RAM. And and I don't I don't like being put in a place where you're going to decide because I'm not smart enough to decide for myself how I want my technology to interact. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of, rant continuing, <laughs> the, the things that Twitter and Instagram are doing with, um, you know, cultivating their feeds for you where it's like, Oh, oh, we're going to make this we'll decision for you. We'll just leave some you. stuff out. People you followed, we're not going to put their stuff in your feed because we know what stuff you're interested in. We call in. that Facebooking. Oh, I, I don't like it's it. It's the Facebook model. I don't like it. But the people who pay them do. <laughs> mm-hmm. They want to have top priority on your feed. Yeah, And that's, that's laying the groundwork for that very thing. All right, what do you got? Uh, for my very first peruse the news... There is a refugee who is stuck at an airport, and he has been there since March of 2015. Wow. So this is happening in Istanbul, and Amnesty International uh, has appealed to Turkey to free this person because he's kind of stuck. He's in limbo. Yeah. He's been given a room, but he says he's more like a prisoner there because he's not allowed to go anywhere. Uh, this, the airport is saying, um, we're letting him stay here because... He, he can't go anywhere else. And then the other side is just like, well, it's not really our problem. And it's all stuck 
you know, and paperwork. And it's really interesting to think that the airport is like some sort of neutral ground where you're allowed to exist when nobody else wants you. Oh, like it's, it's strange. He has had to sleep in what's called the problematic passengers room of the airport wow. where they take people. There's no windows. It's not comfortable. Like it's not a room. The lights never turn off. So for a whole year, he has been stuck in this environment and he has been appealing for help. So um, he does have a lawyer. They're trying to work on the case. It's still not working. So it's just kind of ridiculous because he's tried to go back. Like he's trying to continue on his journey or even go back, but he's kind of stuck. Did you ever see the terminal, the movie, the terminal with Tom Hanks? No, I didn't. Basically the same story, right? You know, the guy is just, you know, stuck there in between countries that don't want him. Uh, I, yeah, there's something, there's something that appeals to kind of, I don't know, the, the metaphorical in me to look at something like that. Like how many times in your life have you felt like that? Like you're in this no man's land between two things, you know, where you don't know which place you belong and you're trying to figure out, you know, who you are. The difference there is eventually you get to kind of make that choice and move on. Mm -hmm. Whereas in his situation, he's stuck. He's stuck. Do they know like how long? No. Like that it might take? It's it's boggling to people, like mind-boggling to people that it's lasted this long. Wow. I can't imagine being stuck anywhere that long. I'd go nuts. Yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, there is a debate, you know, on whether it's a force, like they're forcing him or letting him. He kind of is, he's stuck. He can't really go anywhere. Wow. So poor guy. Uh, If you're the praying sort, this guy's name is, is, I think it's Fadi, Fadi Mansour. Okay. I am so bad with names and I apologize. I know that's, I just, I never even um, try, but I'm going to call him Fadi. So there you go. keep him in your mind. He looks like a dude that's been in an airport for a while. <laughs> little, little annoyed. He has in the picture he's holding us as one year is enough. I just want my freedom. Wow. So we see you Fadi. Hi, I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, up next, a possible debris from Malaysia Airlines MH370 arrives in Australia. What? So the airline that disappeared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you remember when this happened and it was just like, where did it go? Nobody could figure out anything. Uh, Looks like there may be a piece of it that is washed up on shore in Australia. However, having said that, I guess it's going to take a while to figure it out because it's literally just like like a little block of, you know, possible fuselage, you know? So how do so, they know it's from, is it like everything that washes ashore from now on is going to potentially be from that missing airline? Maybe. Maybe there's part of it that's like that is, you know, we Why aren't just we doing assume... this for like the Amelia Earhart craft? You think, you think it is? You think it's maybe Amelia Could Earhart's? Be. Could be. <laughs> no, I think it's, uh, I think it has to do with the way the tides work and also because of the, um, the metal that's in it, it's from that type of plane. Okay. And so they're saying that it looks like the, the very same type of aircraft as that was and that it probably would be washing up there um, if it's, it went down where they think it went down. It's awful and tragic. Mm-hmm. And you kind of hope that this is the sort of thing that might lead to some resolution. It was over two years ago. I, yeah. It's been a long It's like nothing that you've ever... I've never seen an entire plane like that just, you know, vanish. Yeah. It reminded, at the time, it was like modern day mysteries can still happen. And it was in that first like 24 hours when you just, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to find them. But now here, two years later. And it's just like, here might be a piece. Here could be a tiny piece of the plane. I think it's a reminder that our world is just big. That it's just like, you know, as much as we think we get it all and can see it all and understand it all. It's just the world is too big sometimes for us to figure it all out. 
My next peruse the news is titled How to Craft the Perfect Playlist for Productivity. Oh, interesting. Um, I thought this was an interesting article. Okay. It's all about how music is, it really does impact your life. Okay. So they did this experiment on me, like playing music and having kids sing together when they're like really, really young, like crawling around toddlers. And they had like control group A singing together and they had control group B just hanging out. Nothing really going on. Okay. Okay. Then they gave them all like these tubes that had marbles in them. And when they started to kind of mess around with them, they were designed to spill all over the place. And in the control group where they had been singing together, all the kids helped each other out to pick up the mess. What? But in control group B, where there hadn't been that community experience, there was not hardly any cooperation. So that's kind of mind blowing and also makes complete sense. You yeah, know what I mean? You like you've experienced that, right? Yeah. yeah. Like there's something about that. So what they're doing is they're continuing to advance just kind of elements of research. And of course, you know, uh, songs that are familiar that make you happy trigger, you know, the brain to release dopamine. And there's just different things like that. Right. But we live in this incredible era where you can pick your playlist for all kinds of moods and things you're going through. So this article is kind of geared around your productivity. Okay. And there's a lot of research that kind of went into it and a lot of articles. So does it give you music to listen to, like if you're trying to do a certain type of thing? Yeah, kind of. Okay. So like, let's say that you have like a really repetitive task, like emails or filing something. Then they suggest listening to songs that make you happy. Uh, Then another one was like problem solving where you're writing, you're doing web design and drawing. You want to do songs that are paced at like 50 to 80 beats per minute with not with no lyrics going on, which totally makes sense. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Because you don't want the distraction of hearing other words. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And then if you're learning something new, classical instruments or no music at all is when you're learning something new. So it's this really interesting. Are those tons of I'm skipping over for time and um, I have one more peruse the news after after you go, Aaron, but that was really interesting. Okay, so that makes that makes me happy because I have a son who's learning how to drive, and I can be like, okay, if you're learning something new, no music, no music, <laughs> no headphones, no music. Focus on the road. But Dad, it also says classical. Nope. Isn't your son going to go on his first road trip by himself soon? Uh, he might Possibly. be. He might be taking his first long drive. My oldest son, who's been driving for a year. Uh, now maybe doing his first, yeah. Because you have two drivers now. That's right. I, I do, forgot. I, I do. forgot. You I was two. talking about my second son, who's oh literally, literally just learning how to drive. Because in the state of Missouri, where we live, you don't have to take any kind of class to get your your driver's permit. So ridiculous. You all you have to do is is take a test. Back in my a, day, a written test. You had to take what's called driver's education. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, and, and so he is literally on the road for the first time with his permit and we're, you know, we're trying to figure out where we trust him to drive, but this, this will help me, you know, say no music, uh, uh, in those, in those regards. All right. You ready for mine? Yep. Ready. Technicolor mutant zebra fish is synthetic biology's craziest creation yet. Wait, 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 wait. We've synthesized a biological fish oh into goodness. looking like a zebra? You have no idea. No, zebra fish is an actual type of fish. Oh, okay. Okay. 
all all of a sudden I'm like, does it have hooves? <laughs> that's <laughs> that is way too, genetics has gone too far. <laughs> that is one step too far. So this is the zebrafish that they have made. It is super colorful because they have actually messed around with the DNA so that different types of tissue growth and different types of things that happen in this fish uh-huh. are different colors. So it allows them to study this fish and tissue growth in general in a way that they can actually see just with their their naked eye. Wait, so it's like, okay, this skin tag is neon green. Yes. Are you kidding? No, no, no. I am not kidding. They are. It's like how when you make a, this is how I see it. It's <sighs> like when you make um, a pie chart okay. or let's say an Excel spreadsheet. I, yeah. And you want to organize it by type of thing. And so you color certain cells, you know, a yeah, certain uh-huh. way or whatever. Yes. They're doing that with a living fish. So that they can and nobody, know what's what. And nobody said no. <laughs> no. No, it's a brave new world we live in. When I was growing up, we had a fish tank in the place we bought the fish told us that they had injected the fish with a special kind of dye uh-huh. to make it look neon under like special lighting. Really? And they were injecting them and that really disturbed me. Yeah. So these are genetically modified, basically doing the same type of thing. Well, without, you know, injecting something into them, you know, they get to grow their own colorful tissue. Um, In the chat, must mention, uh, one mentioned, uh, it passed with flying colors. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) So good. And and then the other thing that came up was uh, wondering how the fish tastes. Uh, Probably like Skittles, I would guess. Gross! (laughs) (laughs) No! No! Taste the rainbow, right? No! It's so disturbing. Uh, this is supposed to <laughs> the uh, the the resulting scientific study should help with uh, regrowing tissue and amputations and those kind of things. So there is there is a reason for it other than ooh pretty fish. So just so you know, can you get them cheaply or are these like super oh, expensive? Oh no! Oh no! These are these are you know like. Will it go into fish. someone's fish tank? Like oh, you're no. gonna find these at PetSmart or something? Oh no, this fish has is is full of itself. It would never hang out with other lower fish that aren't colorful like it is. It's it's more uh, advanced biologically. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's self aware enough is, to it tell you about yeah. it. I'm sure because they've messed around <laughs> it genetically. It's like this is a, a hyper intelligent zebra fish who has become a uh, a zebra fish fascist. If I remember correctly, these fish are like only a few inches long. Oh yeah, yeah, they're, they're not tiny. Big. Yeah, no, no, no. So they really would be like skittle popping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is which is still disgusting. Yeah, you, if you look at it, you can see like close-ups of uh, like the skin regrowth, you know, after amputation, that kind of stuff, and it's just it's amazing to see the different color cells oh, and how they regrow. That's disturbing. <laughs> is it? Yeah, are they amputating the fish? <gasps> And they're making it grow itself back. I, I, yeah, yeah, this I think so. This is messed up. I we're think talking so. about now. We're talking about like lab experimentation on mm-hmm. living creatures. Yeah, it got we're real. Moving, all of a sudden. We're moving into an area. What where... I meant to say. Pay no attention to what it says on this. This is a stained glass window for my church. Let's just pretend uh, like that's like some sort of like putty or something. Yeah, yeah. No worries. No oh worries. This my. is water watercolor painting. Good. Uh, no worries. Let's, let's move go on. on to my. Let's go on to my last one. Uh-huh. Um, so that we can you know <clears throat> not think about today. The what did anymore. you peruse in the news? This is the title. I this may be my most favorite article all right. of all time. All right. Ever ever. Okay. In the history of the show. <laughs> this cat is stealing men's underwear for her own weird reasons. <laughs> this is a legitimate story. Oh, this is happening in mercy. New Zealand. There's this cat named Bridget 
And I guess for a while now, you know how cats will be like, they'll go and they'll catch critters and bring them home to like, you know, yes. give are you, to the family. Are you suggesting that I this think cat is looking for critters in underwear? I don't think it's looking for critters in underwear. I think it's confused that it's doing something good by retrieving undergarments. Okay. Socks. Uh, and a lot of boxer briefs <laughs> is what we're looking at in the photo. But anyhow, so they had, <laughs> this is this is good stuff. So the owner says, Bridget's haul from the last two months is in the picture. And now this is getting silly. Every morning we wake up to more. I've put notes in every letterbox on the street. Someone must be missing the stuff. Please share if you know someone who lives in the George Street area. And the sign says, are you missing underwear? <laughs> we have discovered that our cat has stolen a large amount of men's underpants and socks from our neighborhood. We live on George Street. No. If this is you, we are very sorry. <laughs> and there's this photo of this beautiful Siamese cat sitting like a champion on like this horde oh, of undergarments. man. I cannot. Im- Who's going to claim it? Who's Somebody gonna has ca- to. No. Oh, Nobody's come Nobody's going to claim their underwear. Listen. I have been to I have been to summer camp enough to know that if there's underwear and nobody claims it, nobody's claiming it. In their previous home, the cat would bring home more of a uh, items like men's underwear, women's underwear, togs, which I don't know what that is. Uh-huh. Uh, she even brought home hockey shin pads one day and a jumper. But now she's very into bringing just men's underwear, <laughs> and she'll bring it onto the bed. Or sometimes they go outside and find them stuck in the fence. Because she couldn't is, drag them through. Drag them through. <laughs> so they're just like hanging through the fence. <laughs> I love I just, this cat. All this idea. Just like where where is the cat getting them from? Is it going into people's homes? Has it I found like there must be okay, there must be like a common there's, res- there's yeah. gotta be like a gym. There's gotta be a gym or something nearby where the cat is sneaking into the men's locker room or something like that. And these men are coming out of their showers after working out. And they're going, who took my underwear? Like, where did it go? And all of the socks, too. Yeah. It's... And sometimes, like, a pair of matching socks. <laughs> wow. So something strange is happening, but Bridget the cat is at the helm. And I think this is one of the best stories of the internet. That is amazing. Hands down. That is, that is made up. That has to be made <laughs> up. That is way too good to be true. If it is, I will be really, really sad. Um, but... Every morning they're saying that they're waking up to more and it's like at first it was funny, but now it's getting serious and she they, they're starting to feel bad because they think someone's missing their undergarments. Do they think it's the same person? It's uh, It's got to be, it's one of two things. It's either a, like a locker room or it's the same person. Right. Right? You know, like the, there's, there's no way this cat is sneaking into multiple homes and specifically, you know, are we sure the cat wasn't trained to do this? <laughs> <laughs> like somebody has, as somebody you know, with a sickness. Sometimes we just express what we naturally are good at. There you go. This cat is naturally good at retrieving undergarments. Yeah. So go cat. Yeah. That that was genuinely one of the funniest things that I've ever read. Yeah. So if it was a dog, I would guess that its breed was boxer, but that would just be me. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah, wah. So All right. Funny. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. By the way, the uh, articles for Peruse the News today, uh, helpfully called by our uh, assistant producer. Caleb's helping us out today. So we appreciate that. All right. Uh, thank our Patreon supporters today. We are. Su- Whoa! I sorry always forget that. you're going to do that. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> we are supported by our fans here at Shoe the Dough. Aaron and I do the show from our own independent studio in the heart of the Ozarks, which is in Missouri in the United States. Uh, we're in radio for our 
I guess you would say our normal career yeah. is when we are on our the day radio. job. But we also did a podcast a years back and we asked our fans if they wanted it to come back and if they'd be willing to help it be funded. And we do that through the website Patreon. So it's patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. And that's how this show exists. And so we've launched three different shows. We go live every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, now at 2 p.m. Central. And you can listen to that show live or you can catch it later in the podcast feed. But it all happens because of our fans. Thank you so much for your support. Again, if you'd like to support, go to patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae. And whatever you give there is much appreciated and help us continue to do what we do. All right, let's try something new on today's shoe. I'm nervous about trying something new. I am too. I'm nervous about the segment. Always. I just figured we're talking about, you know, uh, our new show, our new schedule, my new haircut. We might as well try a new segment as well. Okay. You ready for this? I I hope so. You come up with some crazy ideas, though. And sometimes they completely fail. And sometimes they turn into amazing things like their own podcast, like New Music Digest or Or Sif Or Would You Rather, you know, turn Mm -hmm. into a big thing as well. Uh, So today we're going to play a game called Question or Quandary. We will go back and forth. Uh, I will ask Danae, would you like a question or a quandary? Uh, When it's her turn, she will ask me the same thing. The difference is a question is like a discussion question that you will have to answer and then we'll discuss for a little bit. Okay. A quandary is a riddle or a brain teaser that you will have to try to solve live on the podcast. I am terrible. Oh, that makes it even better. Like, I'm terrible at You have to promise me you'll at least answer quandary once. Okay. At least once. Okay. At least once. Okay. As we do this. So we've never done this before, uh, so we will do question (laughs) or quandary. I'll start with quandary. All right. Danae, here is your first quandary. Okay, so this is going to be a riddle? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, okay. Tear one off and scratch my head. What was red is black. Instead, gross. That's like a scab. <laughs> it's like pulling off some sort of part of your like skin or something, and then it's red because it was bloody, and then it turns black because it's a scab. That's disgusting. Is scab your answer? Um, I don't know. It was just my gut instinct. Let's okay. listen to it one more time. Tear one off. Tear one off. And scratch my head. Scratch my head. What once was red ooh, ooh, ooh. is black instead. <gasps> I know this. What is it? This is. I know this. What is it? It's a match. You Did got I get it. it? You got it. Did I really? <gasps> there you go. See, I you never need, get riddles. You never. You don't need to be afraid of quandaries. I never get riddles. Okay, so I get, what? Why did you think of it? I feel so smart right now. <laughs> 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 I'm terrible at riddles. Oh, there you go. Um, what made me think of it? Tearing it off and then scratching the head. I was like, oh, head. What has a head? Mm-hmm. And see, that's what made me think of a scab is because earlier I like I realized that I had like hurt my head at some point in time and my hair was all matted to something on the back of my head. <laughs> so that's why I was thinking scab, which is yeah, disgusting. You made, me, you made me look at the back of your head today and I thought for a second you might have a tick and I haven't seen you that freaked out in a long time. Surefire way to get anyone to freak out is I think you've got a tick. Really? Yes. That's not a big that deal. Is, that is horrible. Why is that horrible? Because ticks are like... They're an animal. No, they're not an animal. They are a vegetable. <laughs> they are a mineral or a vegetable. One of the two. I would like, I'd like some. I would like uh, some ticks uh, sprinkled on my Gross. salad. It's a vegetable. No, we're not doing this. They are not skittles. Yeah, you freaked out. No, they're not freak a big out. deal. I've had, I did. Freak I have out. had ticks before. You know, you have dogs. How have you never had ticks? I don't understand. 
Have I, you never had a tick on you? I have. That's why. Oh, that, that's okay. why I get freaked out. Oh, I see. Yeah. Well, I guess it's especially dangerous, like on the back of your head. That is the one place you where, know, like, you can get a disease. It. Yeah. There's gross stuff. Well, anytime you think about something burrowing into your skin to feed off of your blood, (laughs) it's just not, it's not a great experience. Fair point. Fair point. All All right. right, So now I'm going to have to ask you, you, right? Okay. Aaron, question or quandary? Uh, Let's go with question. Okay. I'm ready. Do I just get to pick any of these? Yep. Pick any of these questions. Okay. What is the strangest thing that you've ever eaten? The strangest thing I've ever eaten. Wow, I've speaking I've, of ticks. <laughs> be honest. I don't, I don't think I've ever eaten a tick. Oh, thank goodness! That's um, disgusting. It's, a, it's an insect. You can eat insects. I have eaten insects. I've eaten an ant before. I don't know if that's the strangest thing I've ever eaten. Um, boy, the strangest thing I've ever eaten. <laughs> this is really throwing you off. I've eaten a lot of erasers. Okay, that works. Why? Why are you eating erasers? When in, and when I was in school, man, I just I used to. I used to chew on the end of my pencils, you know, and the eraser would always pop out and I'd just be like, you know. Oh, I, this, this must be good for me to just eat. <laughs> That's no, what everyone But thinks. I wanted to feel the texture of it, you know, okay. as it broke apart or whatever. And then I'd just swallow it. I was a kid. You did this last week, didn't you? <laughs> no, no, I did not. Eraser? I've never even thought of putting an when eraser in my mouth. When you're a kid, you eat every, uh, you eat your boogers? No. You eat... What? No. Danae, you don't have to lie. My mother was very clear with me. We all ate our boogers you when will, we were kids. You will suffer. Some of us still do. That I have seen in my adult life, <laughs> and it really, really, like, Isn't creeps it amazing? me out. It doesn't creep me out. It's just amazing, you know, that people like, wouldn't take the time, We you know? all got to, you know, do what we got to do to stay clean and, right. you know, right. be able to breathe through our nostrils. Like, I get that, but consuming whatever you find is not okay. It's <laughs> nasty. So maybe okay, yeah. Racers, erasers are fine. What now, about you? What about you? What's the strangest thing you've eaten? Oh wow! See, I was ragging on you because you couldn't <laughs> think of something, and now you turned it on me. Yeah. What do you got? Um, does sushi count? It's pretty basic anymore. Sushi. Yeah. It's really strange. The strangest <laughs> thing. What's the strangest thing you? Oh, one time I ate sushi. It's so strange. Okay, one time I swallowed a ring on accident. But there I you go. I didn't eat it. That was that was not you on purpose. Swa- how if you swallowed it? How is that not eating it? Like I wasn't <laughs> thinking. I want to taste this like a eraser head. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> it was true. more like. That's me make a fair point. Why was it in my mouth? It was stupid. But then I like like I gasped and it went to the back of my throat and Ooh, then I started yeah, choking and so I just swallowed it. Yeah, good, good, good call. And then I felt it going down my esophagus the yeah, entire yeah. way and it yeah. was awful. Now here comes the uh, the all important question. No, do not ask that question. <laughs> do not ask that question. Listen, if you want to know whatever Aaron wanted to know, you can message me privately. I'll tell you the truth. All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. But everything worked out fine in the end. <laughs> <laughs> All right, today, question or quandary? <laughs> it's coming up in the chat, <laughs> you guys. Uh, let's do another quandary. I did really good on the last one. All right. And this is a really big deal for me because I hate riddles so much. Okay. So I'm going to go okay. with another one. Okay. 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 If you look at the number on my face, you won't find 13 any place. I feel like that one was like made for people who don't know how to think properly. <laughs> Why? Well, okay. It's so easy. Uh-huh. What is it? Well, 
I'm also looking at one while you're telling me. We have a brand new clock in our studio. That's true. true. And I was just looking at it like, oh, I'm so glad we got this clock. And then you start (laughs) reading it. Do you want a harder one? There's numbers on my face and I TikTok, but you can't find me in the 13th place. Isn't I didn't that what say said? I TikTok. I couldn't there remember. No... I couldn't remember. If you look at the number on my face and hear my TikToking <laughs> and watch my second hand, there's uh, no 13. There's no 13. <laughs> it's a clock. Uh, in the chat, someone goes, whispers, clock. <laughs> <laughs> that does seem like an easy uh, one. However, in today's like digital age, oh, it would not surprise me if like the next generation has no clue. doesn't get that. Doesn't understand. What do you mean face? That doesn't make any sense, you know? So I'm not surprised that, that you got that. I mean, it's a fairly easy well, one. Well, also, I'm very smart. You are. You're so good at riddles. I did a really good job. It's really amazing. Yeah. I'm super impressed with myself right now. All right. Question or quandary for you, I'll do Mr. A quandary. Dicer. I, I like the riddles. I'll do a quandary. You want to do a quandary? A quandary. Uh, what room can no one enter? What room can no one enter? That's what it says. What room can no one enter? Um, my bathroom at certain times of the day. <laughs> Is that the answer? My bathroom about 24 hours after I swallow a ring. Um, what room can what no one... What room can no one enter? No one enter. Um, you can watch the chat. There's some people making guesses in the chat right now. That's okay. that's okay. I don't I don't want to give it away. What room can no one enter? So it's got to be like a word that ends in room that isn't like an actual room. So like um uh like broom. A broom a room. A broom room. <laughs> My answer is a broom room. <laughs> what what cannot enter? Um what room can no one enter? Hmm. And you have to kind of say it like that dramatically. Really? Yeah. No one. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? You don't know? Well, I know because I'm looking at the answer. Oh, you clicked on the answer already? I didn't know I wasn't supposed to. I thought I thought we could. Okay. <laughs> I can look. Today's like, oh, look, it says answer. I'll click on it. <laughs> That's how I normally solve riddles. Okay. <laughs> I just go to the back of the book or turn it upside down or whatever you got to do. <laughs> All right. What room can no one enter? Okay. Give me a hint. Uh, it is not Willy Wonka's chocolate room. Okay. That's a great hint. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Um, is it because, is it because you can exit the room, but you can't enter it? I also like, uh, it is not elbow room. Ooh, that's a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a really good guess. Uh, what room can you not enter? I feel like we should have a countdown timer for you. No, I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. I don't see a 13 on the face of that machine that's ticking and talking. A mushroom. A mushroom. Yeah. I knew it was a word with room on it. You were right. You were halfway there. I was. If only you could have thought of the word mush. <laughs> I got to give myself a, an incorrect uh, answer sound on that. Oh, mm, that's right. sad. I missed that. All right, question or quandary, Danae? I want a question this time. All right, this time we'll give Danae a question. Do you feel that children should be sheltered from unhappiness? Do you feel that children should be sheltered from unhappiness? Oh, this is an interesting question. I feel like I miss America. <laughs> right. Like I'm walking up. <laughs> That's right. Apparently, apparently you're uh, uh, Miss Minnesota. Am I? Miss North Dakota, the way you're talking. Oh, is that what, how uh-huh. they talk? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I had no idea. Uh-huh. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Where am I now? 
<laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're in Canada now. Oh, I've gone too far. Do you feel that children should be sheltered from unhappiness? Yes. Okay. So like you have But your... not 100%. Like what percentage? Um okay, you know the shelters that like are like barn animal shelters? Okay. Where like if you're a cow or if you're a horse and you're in a barn shelter, uh-huh. it's like not like you're you're protected from the elements, but you're still, you know, you can still kind of go outside if you want to. Okay. That's the visual that came to my mind. That I have seems no idea to me sense. seems to me like a 60-70% shelter from unhappiness. Oh, you want a percentage? Uh, no, I'm I'm putting a percentage on it. But that makes a lot of sense. I say no. I say let let kids be unhappy. Uh, no, no, see, I don't I don't think it's about letting them be making sure that they're happy. I think it's sheltering them from unhappiness. Mm. Like but like protecting them from things that would make them unhappy. No, I think you address it. If they're if they're unhappy, I don't think you ignore it. Right. But I think like you can do things to sort of shelter them from experiencing the harder parts of humanity. Okay. Let's until say- they're old enough to kind of maybe conceptually and understand what's going on. All right. So you've so, got. To, so we're we're going to take this into the real world. Okay. Oh. Okay. You've got a kid now. Oh. All right. That happened really fast. Yeah. She's five. Oh. All right. You've got a five-year-old daughter. Okay. Is she a brat or is she? <laughs> you tell me. Okay. I think she's a brat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, your your brat of a child uh, is um, unaware. Okay. That uh, that your um, that your your mom is very sick. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you tell her? Tell her that mom is sick. Yeah. Sure. Okay. So that's not sheltering her from unhappiness. Because she's going to be unhappy about it. She's a brat. She's going to be happy about it. (laughs) She's going to be happy about it. That was why you gave that answer. (laughs) Well, that was a question that came up in the chat, too. So do you tell them, like, like grandma died? Yeah. So I think that maybe I'm just thinking about this question way too skewed. Uh Uh-huh. But, like, I don't think it's about lying or keeping things. I think it's just delivering the information with a sheltered filter. Does oh, that make, I see. Do you see what, what I see my what you're is? saying. No, no, no. Okay. I do see what your problem is. You're thinking of sheltered as, as like couched. Like you want you 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 aren't sheltering your kids from unhappiness. You are helping them handle unhappiness as healthfully as possible. There you go. Like okay, so the whole version of like maybe a, a kid sees something happening on the television, like sees a war happening, and sees something right. really dramatic because you know they walked by or something. Yeah, what a great what a great example with the events of of this morning in, 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 Brussels. in Brussels, right? You know, how do you handle that with your kids? Do you just keep it, it out of their sight, or do you have a conversation? So, I think like if they see it and they're still young and they have a question about what they're seeing, you, I feel like I would want to make sure to meet them where they're at find out how they're processing and kind of go from where they're at. Right. But I feel that I may, if I hear them coming in the hallway, turn off the TV Mm. so that they don't have to think about that kind of stuff yet. So turn off the TV and not have a conversation with them. Well, I don't know. I don't know why I would have a conversation about that with them. Like, I don't know why I'd be like, you know, really great job drawing outside of the lines. Also, there's war. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you about ISIS. You know, right. like, yeah, I yeah. don't know that that's something that I would put into their lives at that point in time. I think I would just begin to plant the seeds of them being willing to talk to me about what they're curious about and not ever fearing having hard conversations with me. Yeah. Which is I why I probably right. have a brat. <laughs> no, no, no. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you let the conversations come to you and you handle them honestly. 
You know, you you don't have to bring them up. There may be a time to bring something a little painful up, you know, that it, it might be time to okay. talk about something. Going but... back to, you know, grandma's sick or my mom mm-hmm. is sick or something like yeah. that. Yes, I feel like I would want, because kids are so perceptive. I mean, it's not like, mm-hmm. you know, you would want to bring them into that conversation somehow. But I feel like I would be very muted. Like I wouldn't be using my child as an outlet to process my emotion as an adult. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I feel like I would shelter, but I'm thinking of filtering more than shelter. Okay. I think I'll I made it. that super complicated. No, 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 no. I think that's right. I th- Well, <laughs> imagine this, Danae. You made parenting complicated. Oh. Why'd you do that? It was so simple for the rest of us. <laughs> and then you just made it all complicated and stuff. <laughs> oh, all my right. goodness. That was a good little chat conversation. Okay, Aaron. Do you want a question or a quandary? I want another quandary. I need a you second another, chance. You want another um, what, riddle? Yes. I oh. need a second chance Okay, solving a riddle here. I'm sorry. I don't know how to operate this device. Give me just one moment. We have our, our patented question or quandary device that we have fashioned. Uh, we've been building it all week in anticipation of this episode. Um, unfortunately, I, I didn't label the buttons. I apologize. You're forgiven. What gets broken... Without being held. What gets broken without being held? I'm going to go with like a promise. Ooh. That was quick. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I needed that. I needed to feel like that I could do a riddle. That was super fast. Well, thank you. I was still trying to process the complexity of the question. Like, wow, <laughs> this is deep. <laughs> yeah. A heart was mentioned in the chat. Oh, okay. That's kind of where I was going, but then I was like, that's so you know, nebulous in okay, a way. Here's the thing. Uh, may, the answer may be promise, but honestly, there are so many things that could get broken without being held. I broke many windows without ever having held them. You know what I mean? <laughs> with your like, singing voice? Yes. Yes. With my operatic singing voice. Did you post... Did you post the... Uh, oh, that lady that yeah. we listened to earlier? What country was that? It was some oh, Got like, Talent. I don't country. know. Maybe Argentina. Yeah, it seemed, it seemed like know. it was Brazilian. Like it was Portuguese that they were speaking. Blown away. Yeah. I kind of want to play it. It you, was you fantastic. Look it up? Maybe we'll finish with that. If you want to look that up, okay. we can, we can play it. I'll see if I can find it. I'll see if I can find the it. The visuals are great, too, because as with all those like reality show things that you see, you know, you get the judge's reaction and that kind of stuff, but... But yeah, this one could work just audio. So look up that video. We'll play it in a little bit. But found um, it. But yeah, I that that when you said breaking glass with your voice, that's what it reminded uh, me of. Do you want to go ahead and play it now since you found it that quickly? Uh, if you want me to. Yeah, let's let's hear this. This is this is me uh, uh, trying out for um, Portugal's Got Talent. <laughs> that is so not. <laughs> This is your voice you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This, okay, is, okay. this is me trying out for uh, Portugal's Got Talent. You speak another language? Oh, yes. amazing. Yes, yes. Okay, here we go. See, I mean, see, see, see. We hope you guys enjoy this. I remember it like it was yesterday. I remember it like it was yesterday. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, Aaron. Thank you. Your Thank dress you. looks awesome, by Thank the way. You. Thank you. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. <laughs> In the chat. 
know, it's my father singing in the shower. <laughs> Now she rips off part of her dress. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very How much. How incredible was no, that? No, seriously, that's amazing stuff. I th- she's so smart. When she went, I mean, I was so smart. Like She's just like belting it out. It is this crazy high note. I mean, Aaron, that was you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was so smart. You know what I did that was really smart there? Uh, anytime you can shock the judges as well as impress them, you're yeah. guaranteed to go through. You know, yeah. and so any kind of you can throw a surprise in there. That was the whole Susan Boyle thing, right? It was just such a surprise. <laughs> you know, everybody she looked, looked so meek. Right, yeah. Everybody looked at her and was like, "Oh goodness, what's going to happen here?" And then she, you know, blew the roof off with uh, what she did. So, yeah, that's that's and has definitely disappeared into obscurity. Who, Susan Susan Boyle? Yes, she hasn't disappeared into. Are you kidding me? No one knows where she is anymore. <laughs> She's making a ton of money. She actually made an appearance in Zoolander too. That's right, she did. I only know this because of our Sif Pop podcast, which that's we right. do uh, podcasts. Right. We do a uh, pop culture reviews rather, and I watched Zoolander. Well done. I can't I'm proud get of that you. time back. Uh, well, well, that was a fun little bunny trail. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. All right. Question or quandary, Danae. We'll do a couple more here. Uh, let's do another question. All right. See if we can do another deep discussion. Question for you, Danae. Um, assuming that complete recovery were instantaneous, would you be willing to accept a year of total paralysis below the neck to prevent the otherwise certain extinction of a species of animal? Absolutely. So you'd say you'd be paralyzed for a year completely from below the neck mm-hmm. to uh, avoid a, an animal becoming extinct. Yes, as long as it's not the mosquito. If it's the mosquito, I think I'm okay with them <laughs> being extinct. Do I get a choice? Do I get to know what the animal is? No. Or do I, am I just saying yes? I'll. I mean, save we can it. we can we can play like it doesn't have a specific animal. If there's complete recovery on the other side, you yeah. know, then I think I'm game. You you do it for a year. I'll for the pandas. For the polar bear, for the giraffe, I I'm, love animals. I do too, but extinction is a natural part of the process of our world, right? Like, I mean, it's not—it's not as if you're okay. torturing them, or you know, like right. you, they're just going extinct. That happens. That's part of the, you know. Plus, like, what if you come back from paralysis and they go extinct the That's next right. year? You just held it <laughs> off for a year. Yeah, you're really like delaying something. Yeah, that's true. So but I, I, I don't feel know that like I, I could do the show with just my head and my vocal cords. <laughs> it's true. So I don't feel like it would change too much out yeah. of like what I'm able to do. But I would be asking my husband to take on like a major role 
of yeah. taking care of me. I also feel like if it were like, you know, the pandas or whatever, like you would you would take trips often to see pandas and be like, you better be appreciating this. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like do you know what I've done for you? And they have no idea. Crazy pandas. I don't know. I My instinct is like true, though. Mm hmm. No, I knew, and I figured that would be you. I know how much you love animals, and I, I get the the idea of wanting these beautiful creatures to be around as long as possible. I killed like a I, bunny running I over told... it the other day. <gasps> it did was you? awful. Yeah. How did you cope? Did you cry? No, I almost, I almost did. Yeah. But I was like, I was kind of. This is confession time. Yeah, it is. I was kind of mad at it. At the bunny. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, why are you in the highway? Did it dart? Did it dart back in front just of you? Just sitting in the high. It was sitting on the on ramp to the highway where uh. you're going like 50 miles an hour, like the way that you can take this this nice ramp from you know an interstate onto the next highway mm -hmm. and you don't really have to slow down yeah. too much. And so it's just sitting there, and it was like dark outside. And I saw at the last possible second, if I would have done anything, I would have been putting myself at danger and people that I was yep. in the flow of traffic. You with, gotta do that. I mean, and I couldn't do. do anything about it. I was like, buddy, why were you there? What were you doing? Like, I got really sad, but I was just, I was apologizing to it and its family the whole rest of the ride into work. Aww. And there's a lot of bunny children. So I was going to say, <laughs> I was going to say, we just saw Zootopia. We know how that works. Uh, uh, I saw a meme or something, just a, a, a random post. It was a picture of a squirrel, but, you know, just kind of running. And it, and it was like the squirrel thinking, oh, I'm 90% across the road. I should turn back the other way, you know, because they do that. Well, what is that? I don't like, know. Why are you running towards me? No way. Maybe, maybe it's better that they become extinct. <laughs> it could be. Maybe. We had a scary uh, almost accident um, on the expressway with, I don't even know what kind of animal it was, but it- A darted, chupacabra? It, it was a chupacabra. Like, uh, like Isn't that what it could have been a chupacabra. It could have been a panther. I don't know. It was, it looked like a dog. But it was huge. But it had wings like <laughs> and a horn <laughs> and a spiked tail. You were there. You were. It was amazing. And an octopus face. It was a chulu. <laughs> um, how was it? Was it was kind of scary? But we we swerved and and missed it. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. Cthulhu or something Cthulhu. like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, H.P. Lovecraft. All right, Aaron. Yeah. Do you want a question or do you want a quandary? Uh, let's do another question. Assuming that the complete recovery were instantaneous, would you be willing to accept a year of paralysis? I already said no. Oh, okay. Okay. And again, I get it. You know, like I get why we you know, want these beautiful animals to be around. I just think it's, you know, extinction isn't one of those things I'm necessarily scared of. Would you have one of your fingers surgically removed if it guaranteed immunity from major diseases? All major diseases. Oh, Absolutely. That seems like a yeah. no-brainer, right? Yeah, take my finger. Do you get to pick the finger? I would totally give you the finger. <laughs> Aaron, <if> you... <laughs> that does not sound right. You know it so bad. <laughs> uh, no, but seriously, yeah, absolutely. I would, I would. You could even pick the finger. How did I pick another question about like trading some sort of weird medical <laughs> thing for the betterment of something else? I don't know. I, I think I would do the same. I think right? most people probably would because you can still function so well with one less digit. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think there's and you you never get sick from any disease again. Like that's awesome. Yeah, that'd be I'd amazing. Take that. What you if you what you could take one of my hands probably for that. You'd be the only person to survive the zombie apocalypse because you'd be immune from all diseases. That's that's a nightmare. I don't want to be that person. 
I don't want to be last the only. Standing. Yeah, I don't want to be the only person in a zombie apocalypse. That's you know human. Well, it could be you. It's a decision that you're making right now. How much? So here's my question: How much of your body would you give away to be immune from all diseases? So a finger is an obvious, you know, green light. I think I would give away. I'd get. I think a hand. I think I'd give away one of my hands. Really? So, yeah. Ooh, I like hands. I mean, I like. I, I guess like, without the hand, I could just go with the arm. Like, I'm not who sure. Who likes shaking nubs? <laughs> like here, here's my extended. There are nub. plenty of people who don't have hands. I know. They I do know. Just fine. That's true. I'd I'd probably give away my arm. I mean, without the hand. Wow, I mean, you're going like. I'm just trying to listen. Think. The question was just the finger. Here's 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 where I start to wonder. Both okay. arms. Oh. When I give away both arms. Mm-hmm. I think the answer to that is maybe still yes. That's a big deal never to get any disease again. All right, let's just chop off both your legs. You still good? <laughs> no. No, I think that's... You want to be able to walk around. I do want to be able to walk. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one leg at the knee. So I can get a good prosthetic and, and go that route. Would you give away your eyesight? Ooh, that's a good one. The senses. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, no. I love seeing. I would go colorblind. I trade. <laughs> I would trade my understanding of color. I would my have ability a slight astigmatism <laughs> if it would cure me from all I already diseases. Have, I already have an astigmatism in both eyes, so I'm just. I would take a slight case of tinnitus in my ears if it meant I could be immune. <laughs> wow, the sacrifices they continue on. It's only asking about the fingers, so I'm not going to just jump in and start giving other, All right. you know, parts. Okay, so it's my it's question. It's your, or yeah, question okay. or quandary, Danae? Uh, let's do. This quandary. might be the last one. Okay, okay. This might be the last one. Quandary, then. All right. Um, let's see. Let's go with this one. Who makes it has no need of it. Who buys it has no use for it. Who uses it can neither see nor feel it. What is it? Dr. Seuss. Doesn't it sound like Dr. Seuss? <laughs> After the first two things you mentioned, I started glazing over. <laughs> you just started thinking about sneeches with stars on their belly? Yeah, I was like, who's it and what's it? I actually know this one. I've heard this and one before. And, and stuff is. All right, so the person that makes it has no need of it. Okay. All right, so think of some things in that category. Person who makes it, they don't need it at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things in that category, right? Websites. Okay, there you go. Who buys it has no use for it. Somebody who is a Think, hoarder. Okay, that's a true. A website hoarder. Okay. okay, so far. Who uses it can neither see nor feel it. Okay. A blind person surfing the internet. <laughs> a blind hoarder surfing the internet. Let yes. me check the answer. That's it! Yes. A blind internet hoarder. Yes. It's amazing how, you, how you're uh, I'm how you've so got good this. at this. Uh, do you have any actual guesses? Um, well, I saw someone's guess in the chat, so I'm going with coffin. Yeah, it's a coffin. <gasps> it is absolutely a coffin. Oh, uh, we got to give props to Undertaker555 on that one. Well, of course, Undertaker got that. That is hilarious. <laughs> I didn't even put that together until this second. Wow. Wow. He works in a morgue <laughs> or a funeral home. Uh, or, or he's a fan of the WWE wrestler. No, it couldn't be that. Couldn't be that. Couldn't. Nobody's a fan of WWE. Hey, hey, that is not true. That is not entirely true. <laughs> Dine, would you like to admit something right now? My husband does. 
and I, by proxy, watch it as well. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Who watches WWE? Sunday watches WWE. Every Sunday and Monday, there's WWE in our house. And when my husband works out, he watches old, uh, what are the, they, I almost called them Super Bowl Championship wrestling a thons. What are they called? <laughs> no, that's it. Uh, you got it. The WWE Super Bowl Championship wrestling a thon. <laughs> it's amazing. It fits that's nicely it's on called. the t shirt. It's really the pay-per-view concise. is incredible. <laughs> I think you're talking about WrestleMania. Yes. Okay. Yes. How did you know? <laughs> because everybody knows WrestleMania. <laughs> Except the person so apparently does everybody who, watches, in the chat. who watches WWE. Uh, no, it's the Super Bowl championship thingy of wrestling. Whatever that's right. you said. Yes. Oh, that was amazing. Oh. Well, there you go. Wow. Questions or quandary? What do you think? What do you think about that? I liked question or quandary. I think okay. it was a nice balance of deep, meaningful conversation and ridiculous riddles. Okay. All right. Well, maybe we'll bring it back sometime uh, with question or quandary and, and see how it goes there. So did you have a good time? I did. I had a good time. Did you? I had a wonderful time. I, I'm trying to figure it out. It's so weird, you know, at this new time, you yeah. wouldn't think a couple hours would make a difference in like the, the feel of it or whatever, but it's, you know, it's a different time of day. Yeah. It's different. So we can't <laughs> stop saying the word different over and over again. It's amazing how that works. Well, guys, thanks so much for shooting the dough with us today. Shoot the Dough is part of the Shoe the Dough podcast network, and you can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following us at the Mixler feed. That's Mixler.com slash Shoe the Dough. That's M-I-X-L-R.com slash Shoe the Dough. And you can find out more about Aaron and Danae at AaronandDanae.com. Huge thanks to Brandon for doing today's intro and Chris Tilly for composing the intro music. Also production assistance today on this episode from Caleb Bunn. Way to go, Caleb. Thank you so much for helping with the show today. Of course, much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters for giving monthly to make this show and others on the Shoe the Dough Network possible. Support starts at $1 a month and comes with some fun perks. Find out more info at patreon.com slash Aaron and Danae and also... If you guys know of a podcast or you have a podcast idea that you would like to see on our network, let us know. All feedback is welcome at our email, which is AaronAndDanae at gmail.com. What can travel around the world while staying in a corner? What can travel around the world while staying in a corner? Mm-hmm. A protractor. <laughs> That's not a bad answer. It's not a bad answer. Um, this is a, another one that that uh, the corner, digital culture might not a get. Corner, a corner, a corner, <clears throat> corner has edges, and you can sit in it. I'm gonna guess a porcelain doll. <laughs> you got it. Just kidding. A stamp. Because uh, uh, it's in the corner uh, of the envelope. There you go. Do one more. Do one more. No, we don't want to give them all away. Come if, we want, on. if we want to play question or quandary again someday, oh, we want to save some. Man, I was wanting to do another one. All right, one more. Okay, okay, okay. Which word in the dictionary is spelled incorrectly? Incorrectly. Very nice. Thank you. Very nicely done. Thank you. Very nicely done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.